Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, neutrophil, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. episode is brought to you by Miracle Cord. Are you pregnant? Is someone that you know, your sister-in-law, your sister pregnant? Well, Miracle Cord stores your cord blood and cord tissue. Sarah, what are you talking about? Cord blood is extracted from the umbilical cord when your child is born. It's absolutely painless. And by storing that blood, you could cure over 80 diseases. God forbid if your child were to get one of those, including childhood cancers. It's really an insurance policy for your baby. They also store placenta. Uh, Miracle Cord, you can go to the link, copy the link that is in the description of this podcast 
episode and check out Miracle Cord because that is my direct link. I would love if you use that. Miracle Cord is affordable to actually store your cord blood and cord tissue will initially cost you between $1,500 and $2,000. And then every year, if you purchase their annual uh, plan for 20 years, their storage fees are so low. I'm talking about $100 a year. So check out Miracle Cord. I loved it. Schman and I did it with KJ. We have no regrets and we're grateful we did it. Welcome to the podcast episode. It is after Thanksgiving and you know, it's so hard, right? After you get back from a Thanksgiving break or Christmas break to get back into things. I've been really trying to go on vacation, stay on vacation, not uh, do social media, just kind of be removed and be with my family. So went to Maine. You guys know I was with Mama Frage. I was with my brother, my niece. It was KJ's first Thanksgiving. Now he pooped like seven to 10 times in 24 hours. So were we calling the pediatrician on Thanksgiving? You bet your ass we were. Does the kid have diarrhea or what? You know? He didn't exhibit any other symptoms, so I guess it was fine. But, you know, I mean, nothing is more stressful than a child pooping, like nonstop, right? All the things I never thought I'd have to worry about. And then on Thanksgiving, here I am changing nonstop diapers. Um, but my Thanksgiving was, I, I have so many questions for you guys about Thanksgiving. How, how many days is too many to stay with your family? Because I think for the first time, I wore out my welcome, you know? And I think Schman and I, I've always gone to my mom's house, my brother's house. I just go there, I unload my stuff. Is that rude? And my brother was saying that we were kind of rude for leaving dishes in the sink. Is that true when you stay at someone else's house? Or 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 is your family's home kind of your home? Is it me? I thought it was mi casa, su casa. It seemed like when I went to Maine, it was mi casa, mi casa, you know? I mean, it was like, excuse me, where's the invite to make yourself at home? I guess Schman and I were, were out <laughs> So I want to ask you all about that. We had a turkey day disaster. Anyone forget to unthaw their turkey? We did. We did. I'll tell you more about that. Also, we have to talk pop culture. I haven't been back for a while to chat pop culture, but did you watch Joe Exotic season two? What a shit show. I mean, is, are they not milking that show for everything that it's worth? We'll discuss. Adele, some bad news for her if you're an Adele fan. Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake documentary about the 2001 tit incident. I watched that. I have tons of thoughts. I'm even thinking I might do a full deep dive on it because I have so many thoughts about that. And then a new report reveals what our future is going to be like. Will movie stars be around? How long will we live to? Who's going to be making our hamburgers? So many fascinating things to get into. So we'll get into the show. Um, if you are not a member of my Patreon, every Friday I drop mindful eating episodes, mindful eating tips, and more of my personal life on my Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the Sarah Fraser show. It's just $5 a month, or I would love your pledge um, for $55 or $60 for the year, whatever it comes out to be, you know, five times, whatever, 12, and then, you know, they deduct tax, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I would love if you became a member. I release new episodes every single Friday on uh, my Patreon, patreon.com slash The Sarah Fraser Show. Let's start with everything that went on in Maine for my Thanksgiving. Hopefully you can relate. Hopefully you can give me some advice. You can hit up my IG and DM me. I love all your DMs on my Instagram at The Sarah Fraser Show. So first of all, we forgot to unthaw the turkey. Now, I mean, you know what you're thinking? The, you plan all year for this one day. So the turkey's the star. How did you manage to neglect the star? Okay. I think, I don't, I think it's because only three people in my family eat turkey. My mom, my brother, and myself. My niece hates turkey. She refuses to eat it. Schman's a vegetarian now. KJ 
is too little or I need to get some sort of chopper to purify it. And he had like diarrhea all day. So we forget to unthaw the turkey. We put it in the freezer to the refrigerator the night before and I thought it would unthaw. How was I to know that it takes like three days for a fucking turkey to unthaw? All right. Thankfully, thanks to Schman, he ended up making a um, kale and sweet potato pot pie. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. Wow, riveting. I mean, how how delicious was that on like the day that you're supposed to be eating the most? Turned out to be delish. We had a vegetarian gravy on it. I made the mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes were the star. Cream cheese in your mashed potatoes. That is the key. Cream cheese and like a butter bath for them. A butter bath and half and half. Those are the secrets. And I know what you're thinking, Sarah, of all people, I'm not coming to you for, you know, cooking tips. And you'd be correct on that. <laughs> you shouldn't come to me. But I'll just say, I found a great recipe online. It was delicious. So that, and then, you know, I do think we've worn out our welcome. Do you, do you think staying 10 nights at your relative's house is too many? <laughs> I can see, I can't even see you. And I can unanimously see you all driving in your vehicle or at your office and you're shaking your head. Fuck Yeah. 10 nights is way too much, bitch. How about four? Well, I think my mom and my brother were thinking the same thing. And my brother, we, you know, we would, what, what, what's your stance on this, you guys, by the way? Okay. Because my brother would say, oh, you guys are kind of like rude house guests because you'll just leave your dishes. Like, and I do have to admit, like sometimes we would cook dinner, we would eat, and then we'd be tired and we'd want to watch Yellowstone or Joe Exotic season two, and we'd leave the dishes overnight. Is that rude as a guest? <laughs> Am I a rude guest? I don't know. You know, I mean, I can't help it that I currently live like I'm Kathy Hilton, even if I'm not, you know, I mean, it's, I'm sorry, that's who I am. You know, I mean, that's who I aspire to be. I'm manifesting. I see all these manifestation things on TikTok and I'm doing all my manifesting things every day. So yeah, you know, and I feel like if I don't do the dishes, someone else will. And so yes, it'll be like, I'm living like Kathy. So I'm just curious, Schman and I, for the first time, we were actually thinking the next visit that we go to Maine, we may actually get our own place. Do you think that's like when you go and stay with your family or you visit, do you often stay with them or do you get your own place? I'm just curious. Um, hit me up on Instagram at the Sarah Fraser show. I'd love to know. A lot of pop culture things happen. I mentioned Joe Exotic too. Biggest waste of time. If you are into, you know, I'm into TV. I love documentaries. Um, I'm sort of into Yellowstone season four, but I won't give you any spoilers on Yellowstone, but I, I'm not wowed by Yellowstone this season. It's getting, it, it, does anyone else feel like it's getting just a little too cheesy violent? Like, and, and actually this too, is anyone sort of over Beth? Like I'm, Beth was like the breakout star. I loved Beth kind of over her now. What I, I, all I'll say is this is, you know, in season four, Rip, Beth, this, this kid comes into their lives. And I'm not really happy with the way they're treating the child. Is anyone else? I want to call Child Protective Services on a fictional show. Just me. Maybe it's because I've become a parent. So we we watched Joe Exotic 2. Here's another, here's my take on this. Everybody on Joe Exotic it, 1 and 2, Jeff Lowe, Carol Bass, Carol Baskin, Joe himself, all these people are making so much money. It is so ridiculous how much money they're making. Even all the... Like, you know, the zoo hands, all the other people that we saw, they're charging $15, you know, a pop to get a picture with them. If you all are out there paying $15 to these people to get a picture with them, you are, throw $15 out the window for God's sakes. All right. I mean, what a waste of time. 
I, you know, I just, I, I feel like there's nothing left to see. Here, here's the spoiler alert for the Joe Exotic 2, all right? First of all, Carol didn't murder her husband. And not only that, but we find out in season two, Carol's husband is just an absolute, like, horrible human being, by the way. Uh, you know, if anything, we were revealed that, that he's like a terrible human being. Um, he was probably into sex trafficking, everything. It was just like, okay. And so we definitely, and there's no way he's still alive. I'm like, there's absolutely no way that he's still alive. It's just, it's so big. It's no. Anyway, I'm like, I'm like verklempt from the whole thing. Honestly, I don't believe that Carol killed him. You know, I think the only thing that you do find out in season two is that Don Lewis, by the way, is his name. Don Lewis was a scumbag. Like, we're we're spending all this time wondering what happened to Don Lewis, who was, like, allegedly having sex with 15-year-olds in Costa Rica, like, and paying for 15-year-old women to come over. He was a dirtbag who was a money launderer. Uh, we care. And he's not alive. They're like, oh, there's new evidence. He's, he's alive. Really? I don't think so. Carol didn't kill him. Good for Carol for getting away from his ass. And he was also terrible. Bottom line is these people are horrible to these animals. And yet we completely glorify their entire podcast existence or their entire TV existence. Jeff Lowe, what a scumbag Jeff Lowe is, who now, by the way, is on Joe Exotic's side. These people are masters at lying and creating all this drama so they can stay on TV and they're making money hand over fist. And thankfully, Jeff Lowe had to give up his zoo because he's another one that's just terrible to the fucking animals. Ugh. And, you know, we learn in Joe Exotic season two what code 69 means, which there's someone hot at the GW Zoo. And Joe, like Jeff Lowe's wife, oh my God, that poor woman. And he even says in season two, like, I have to turn her out for tricks, I will. Ugh, how about you get out there and suck some dick for some money if you need to keep the zoo going, you know, with all your lawsuits. So the big revelation in it is that Joe, Jeff Lowe actually set out to have Joe Exotic murdered and Joe really wasn't the only one that plotted and planned to off Carol so other people should be in jail. Tim Stark is a horrible person. It's, they're making so much money off it. It was a waste of time watching it. I, I feel like if anything, I do have empathy for Joe Exotic. He really believed, actually, I don't even think he really believed that President Trump was going to release him from jail. It's just this this kind of millionaire guy who's become fascinated with Joe Exotic who thought that there was a legit chance that they would get Trump to pardon him, and they didn't. And now we just learned that Joe Exotic has cancer. So... I mean, he has like severe prostate cancer, I guess, and it's not looking good. So, I mean, prayers up to Joe. I hope it works out. What a life. In the meantime, he's making a ton of money off merch through this guy who, who you know, who has an interest in him. Um, Eric Love, you know, anyway, you can skip it. I did not think it was worth watching all of those episodes. Now, I did watch the Janet Jackson documentary in the New York Times. Very fascinating. Started out slow. I wasn't that interested. Then I got very interested. And I think I'll do a whole separate kind of breakdown of this because there's so much going on. And and this was what plagued me on my vacation. Justin Timberlake was trending for like two days and so was Janet Jackson, you know, because I still popped in on Twitter, but I, I tried to stay off social media. And people were just like, Justin Timberlake's a skim, scumbag. It's interesting to me in the documentary, you have to watch, by the way, spoiler alerts. Justin really wasn't, you know, 
here's the difference. Okay, after that whole incident happened, we're talking about the Super Bowl, the tit like reveal that that was completely an accident. Justin Timberlake went on news outlets. He went to Les Moonves at CBS, CBS, who was the head of CBS, who we now know is an absolute asshole scumbag who kept like a blowjob chick on his staff with him. Terrible human being who sexually harassed many women. So we find out that Les wanted personal apologies to him in his office in LA by Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. And she didn't want to do it. She didn't do it. She didn't think that it was an accident. She didn't think that it needed to be done. And she's coming out with her own documentary, by the way, which I can't wait to watch. So, you know, Janet is not talking. She's not on the um, documentary for the New York Times. She's not participating. It's a New York Times FX documentary called Malfunctioning, The Dressing Down of Janet Jackson. Now, she has her own version coming out January 20th. My understanding is she's forgiven Justin Timberlake for his like role in it, that they've had conversations. They're fine with, it's just so fascinating to me that people are so hung up on like Justin Timberlake because the documentary is like, well, his career went on and thrived. All right. Well, my thing is this, I get her stance. Maybe, maybe she didn't want to apologize and she's happy with that. And maybe like taking that stance was her decision. Yes. Maybe it resulted in her not getting opportunities because they say like Justin Timberlake went on to host the Super Bowl. Again, I guess in like 2011 or something, he was like the headliner. But she, her career has really been derailed since then. She hasn't been in films. She never has had like a hit record from that since then. Well, the poor thing was working since she was like nine years old. Maybe after that, she was like, you know what? I'll take a break. Since then, I think she's had a child. I just think it's interesting to me. I watched the documentary and I do not understand how. It's kind of like watching the Dave Chappelle special. I watched that special and I didn't, I felt like Dave was making a bigger statement, not just about trans people. And yet people are fixated on the trans situation. I watched this documentary and I'm like, there were so many different things. The misogyny in media at the time, the FCC getting heat, CBS getting heat. They, they wanted Justin and Janet to apologize. Janet didn't. Justin went on like every program, apologized. Um, and, and, you know, this is my thing. When shit goes wrong, it never serves you to be quiet unless you're being sued. And then you should do what your lawyer says. But I always think it's like, it's like Dave Portnoy with the Barstool drama. You got to get your voice out there. You have to get your side out of there, your side out of the story. She never really did that. And then it sort of just kept creating this ongoing thing. Like, did she do it on purpose? Did, you know, what was this all her fault? Because Justin Timberlake went out and said, no, I, you know, it wasn't our fault. It wasn't planned. I'm sorry. If she had done that, I feel like things would have been different. But also, it's her choice not to. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. 
you know, I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Good for her for taking a stance and not wanting to do it. You know what I mean? Hey, I totally understand. Um, okay, other things in pop culture that happened. Adele, bad news for Adele. Her record sales down, down like 40% from her last album. 
The Singer 33 thrilled fans and critics, of course, with the 30 release. Reportedly sold 838,000 copies in its first week um, from CDs and downloads. Who still buys a CD? I mean, do you know anyone that still has a CD? But according to Showbiz 411, the breakdown of sales um, had her as the highest streaming of that week of any album. Um, this gives Adele the biggest opening week of any album of the year. It's a drop from the 3.8 million copies she sold at 25 when it was released in 2015. The dip could partly be due to the, de- the decrease in album sales in general over the last several years as listeners now just stream music. I'm sure it is. I when is the last time you bought a song? I haven't purchased any songs ever again. I, I refuse to even pay for Spotify. I just go to YouTube and type in the song and listen there. Isn't that even worse? Good Lord, I hope they get paid for the view. I mean, that's like, I'm like a terrible, I need to be a better music supporter, but I'm not really a music supporter anymore. I stream it. I listen, you know, here and there. So it's just, it's, it's interesting to me because the music business isn't what it used to be, you know? That's not that, it's a lot. It's certainly a lot. Look, no one wants to hear my ass sing, so... You know, there you go. I couldn't sell a million copies of any song, so good for her. But if you were curious how well 30's doing, because I'm always interested, like, are people's albums doing well, you know? I mean, it's not like the old days when I used to go and hang out outside of, like, MTV and just, like, wait and see if I could be on TRL. They never brought me up. I don't know why, you know? Um, I want to get to a couple other stories, but let me thank some sponsors. So we're heading into the holiday season. Of course, maybe now is the time to think about purchasing a new vehicle. RadleyAcura.com is the website you need to go to, and you need to visit Radley Acura in Falls Church, Virginia. What I love about Radley Acura is they never price gouge, which is happening everywhere at car dealerships across the country. Don't let that happen to you. Radley Acura never upcharges. They have inventory coming in all the time, and they are looking to buy your new or used lease, regardless of whether you got it through them or through someone else. They're paying top dollar for used vehicles. And the best part is, is if you are looking for a new car, you can purchase, put a down payment on, and have it very soon. You can do a lot of the legwork all online by going to RadleyAcura.com. Go there today, check them out ahead of time, and yeah, purchase your vehicle, do it all there. The only thing you can do, have to do is really come in and test drive, but you can be pre-approved for a loan. You can even get an estimate on your current vehicle. That's RadleyAcura.com. All right, what's the future going to look like as far as, I, I was really fascinated by this story. I'm always interested in like what our future is going to be like, what, you know, like just I, I love how much technology has expanded and what will it be like so there's a new article out explaining essentially what our lives are going to look like in 2050 which isn't that much away futurists predict how we'll one day eat vacation and work so I think we all know that it's headed this way because of facial recognition that we have on our phones but within 30 years it's quite possible we will never be using a key or a credit card again does that make sense you'll purchase from your face or the iris of your eyes to make purchases and open all locks. Recognition will be really good. Will it or will they all be tracking our ass? But you know we're all going to do it because, you know, I mean, it's so much easier. Um, 
So then they say, here's what your kids should study in college. The projection is that we will need 3 million more artificial intelligence engineers just by 2030 alone. Um, Futurist in artificial AI is where it's at. So becoming an artificial engineer is a great idea for your children. They say that fast food places, most of your food will be made by robots in the back. Um, Also, they say that because of global warming, fish will be much smaller, largely due, of course, as I mentioned, to the weather, according to a study by Yale. The size will shrink up to 30%. On the upside, your water will be exquisite. People will pay a lot to get perfect water, but it will be exactly what you should be drinking. It may have more potassium, vitamin C, or oxygen. In restaurants, robotic kitchens will prepare hyper-individual menus for diners. Already, people are picky about eating or not eating certain things like dairy or gluten, and it will even be that way in the future, but it'll be much more customized. So if you have some sort of um, food allergy, the chance of cross-contamination will be even less. Um In the coming decades, hyperloops will zip humans through vacuum tunnels at 750 miles per hour. What? Hyper jet speed jets, according to the futurists, and will get passengers from New York to LA in just a couple of hours. Won't that be amazing? Drone taxi cabs will transport people from the airport to a hotel, uh, but the hotel may not be where you think. Um, What would you want to do if you went to a space hotel? They probably won't be able to be golf or swimming pill pools, but there will be rocket races that you can participate in. Who the fuck wants to do a rocket race? Like, no thanks. All right. Uh, Willy mammoths may even be back. There are plans to revive the woolly mammoth. Genetic engineering will allow for something close to the saber-toothed tiger and other species that we have never seen come back to life. All right. This is sounding way too... uh, Jurassic Park, we all know what's going to happen. And then designer babies will be big. By 2053, wealthy humans will be able to purchase babies of their dreams. I swear, that's already happening now. Like, when just the technology, I mean, when we were having KJ, all of the sonograms, all of the blood tests they can do, I mean, they could like count the tiny hairs on KJ's sonograms. It it was unbelievable. And the genetic testing that they do is unreal. In the future, they're even going to be able to have lab-created kids will come... uh, and even a artificial uterus. Some of these, oh my God, wouldn't that be great if you didn't even have to carry your child? Thank you. Would I still be bonding with a kid? Sounds so great to me. Anyway, I love this. Also, people will live to 110 years old. They say short of being hit by a bus or in some sort of routine accident, um, people will live a lot longer. And Hollywood won't exist. So-called deep fake videos and audios are being created now with AI. And they'll already imi- they'll have even more of that for films. They say that old Hollywood movie stars, their family members that own the rights to their name, those characters will be seen in movies and will look absolutely real. It's true. I mean, you look in the Marvel movies, they make Michael Douglas look 35 again. What? I mean, I would say the other prediction is, will plastic surgery even exist? Probably not. Why would you need it when they can just CGI your face and then you already look like you're 35? Sounds good to me. I'm going to save a fortune. Won't even need that facelift I was thinking about getting. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Um, If you didn't catch my interview right before I went on vacation, Chris Bassett, who's of course Candace Dillard Bassett's husband from The Real Housewives of Potomac was on the podcast. I love this interview. So good. I feel like he reveals so much. Just 
you know, about the relationship with his mother-in-law. If you've been watching Real Housewives of Potomac and the reunions, it's really good. And I think he gets kind of more into just, you know, his relationship with Michael Darby, with why he uh, rides so hard for Candace. Also, by the way, he explains that he was really upset with Bravo production because he is not Candace's manager. He says that he, or husbander, he helps her out with things, but he has his own business and has been very successful. And he really doesn't like the fact that he was depicted as a deadbeat on, or has been on the show. Okay. Can't wait to watch. I've not watched the season, the, the final fourth part reunion, but I will be watching that. All of my favorites. All of my favorites. Love that so much. Um, okay. Wednesday, I think I'll do a deep dive of the Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake documentary. Also love to hear from you guys as we head into the holidays. Are there topics that you want me to cover or guests? I'll be having some great upcoming guests. I cannot wait for that. You can always email me the Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. Or as I mentioned, you can find me on my IG, which is at the Sarah Fraser show. Oh, and I have to talk about too how now I own um, cryptocurrency and Span is so mad at me. You know what? I'll just tell that story right now anyhow. So, you know, my brother has been saying like, oh, we should get into crypto. And so I'm like, okay, fine. Let's get into crypto. Like I I like experimenting with all these things. So we finally buy, you know, and I had asked Schman, I said, hey, do you mind if we take some of our money and we put it in crypto? He was like, absolutely not. He's like, crypto is like investing in baseball cards and beanie babies back in our day. I said, what? Are you kidding? And you know, I got a 300 plus doll collection. KJ even played with my very first doll. And it's it's worth diddly squat. It's worth absolutely nothing. In fact, I, I think you have to pay people to come and haul it away. Schman says that, that that's what crypto will be worth. He doesn't think it'll be worth shit. So he was so upset because I just did it anyway and invested our money. And now he's like, oh my God, what a fucking way. He's like, you might as well have driven down the street and just thrown out dollar bills. Excuse me. What if this crypto hits? All we need is one thing of crypto to hit. And then boom, we're in the game. I think we're inside. I don't know. My brother's handling it. Something about a Bollywood crypto thing. I don't know anything. Shibu Inu. Dan says such a joke. He says, oh my God, are you kidding? You invested in some meme thing? Anyway, I'm an official crypto investor. I said to Shman, you just wait. One of those hits, uber rich. What are you going to do? Then you're going to have to answer to me, Shman. Um, Okay, brand new episode on Wednesday. Love you guys so much. Tell somebody about the podcast that has never heard of the show. And I love your guest suggestions as well. Follow me on IG. It's at The Sarah Fraser Show. Bye, everybody!